All right, what's poppin', y'all? It's the J Legend Effect. Thank y'all, as always, for rocking with us. Make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, whichever way you're listening to us. I appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Today we have we have King617 on the phone. What's poppin', homie? What's good? What's good, y'all? Before we get into any questions or any sort of conversation, I just as I do on this show, I always want to start off with a shout-out. And I want to shout-out... To the dude who came up to me and my co-worker today Asking for directions And he had on a snap-on ponytail So <laughs> so he, As seen on TV <laughs> As seen on TV <laughs> So I'm talking to my co-worker Homie walks up And he's asking for directions But we ain't fully understanding what he's saying so I let my co-worker talk to him and in the middle of his sentence, he's asking for directions, in the middle of his sentence, he really takes off the ponytail. Now the ponytail was up high. It was like to- it was in the back but towards the top part of his head. <laughs> so he takes he takes it off. Once he do it, I just start dying laughing. Because I have a problem like that. I can't. It's hard for me to hold that kind of stuff in. You know what I mean? I'm not good like that. Some some people are good like that. Some people can be in weird situations like that and not laugh. <laughs> I'm not good like that. But what made it even funnier was he had a straight face on. Like, he wasn't joking. He took the, his ponytail. It was a clip on. He took the ponytail off. Adjusted the clip. I don't know if it was too tight. <laughs> he doing so much. He used to it. <laughs> so he does that. My co-worker, I don't know how, kept a straight face on. <laughs> kept talking to him. And getting the directions. And then what made it even funnier was... He's and, and I hate people like this. And this happened actually happened to me twice today. He's asking for directions, just like a lady did to me today waiting on the bus. You asking for me, you asking me to give you directions. Just like dude is asking for directions. But then when someone's giving you the directions, you want to argue with them about the directions. <laughs> that ever happened to you? Yeah, I don't even be I got put if I'm on if I'm on foot I'll put headphones on, bro. I'll be wondering what it be. Nah, man, but I'm pretty sure it happens to even people who be driving like that. Sometimes you give somebody directions and they want to... Oh, but... but No, but I think it's like this. So what the fuck you ask me for? All right, just keep it moving, bro. Go on your way. Yeah, don't don't ask me. So back to homie with the clip. After he go back and forth with my co-worker about the directions, I'm laughing. He looks over at me. I don't care. I'm just laughing. (laughs) When he pivots, my man does a sharp pivot like one of them soldiers (laughs) and turns around to walk away and starts adjusting the ponytail back. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta be a part of life where you say, fuck it, just give it up. Like, you just, <laughs> who are you fooling? <laughs> As I said on many episodes, man, and on, on skits I put out, like, 
don't, don't just don't live life like that. Like I don't think God intended life to be lived in that fashion. Nah, bro, you just gotta give it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> the time you gotta be real with yourself. And be like this shit is not mine. And keep it moving. Bro. <laughs> Nah, I shave my shit now, man. Like, my whole life, I had a dark season most of my life, man. And the shit started thinning out, man. I, I heard it from one or two people. Once my son said it, I was yeah. like, nah, that's it. You know what? It's time to start. And both my sons hate that I shaved my head. But I'm like, yo, like, what, what you want me to do? I'm not, I can't run around here with them ball spots like that. Sometimes <laughs> you got to tap out. Sometimes you got to tap out. George Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, Run around here looking like you got a fucking halo. Like. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. So much. I said, nah, this is good. I had to just face it, bro. Yeah, it's time I to go. I can't have braids no more. I'm good. Like, I don't need them anyway. Like, Let me ask you a question, though. You, you, you mentioned the braids. Was you one of them dudes who had that one piece of hair holding your braid there for dear life? Oh no, nah, I didn't take it that long. I didn't. I didn't have like the the Jefferson with the, with the dreads. No, nah, I didn't do nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> nah, bro. Like I had, I had like cornrows and shit, but my shit didn't go thin till like probably like, I think fifteen years after I cut my shit off. You know what I mean? So it's like way long, but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, man. I've seen them dudes heads. where they got that one braid. <laughs> Hanging off a dear life. Yeah, that shit is no, dangling. I... The wind blow the wrong way, it's over for that break. That cornrow's going. <laughs> <laughs> no need to live life like that. They, is that. they got all their confidence in that one break, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all in there, man. That's, that's that Samson shit. You cut that shit off, that nigga fall apart on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That one braid is the end of life. <laughs> once, that, once that braid goes, it's over, man. Just think about it, though. Like, yo, they got, like, for some reason in their head, they think if they, like, that's, they hold on to something with that braid. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, what happens if they cut it? Do they, like, just get instantly depressed? Do they realize how old they actually are? Do they realize, like, it's, it's been time to do that? Like, what, what happens when this shit gets cut off, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what really goes on after this thing is lost from their life like is it really gonna be that serious yeah I, I feel like they holding on to some sort of memory like the memory yeah. of, who, of who they supposed to be or who they were that one break goes it's like history goes too it's over <laughs> yeah, put that shit in the bag keep it moving <laughs> you have to take that hat off sometime nigga. yeah that's some point crazy no need to live life like that, man. God don't want that for his children. Then according to the stories, the story you said from today, you don't even know if that braid's real. That shit could detach. <laughs> like, you don't even know. <laughs> you got no clue, son. Like, yeah, you, my man had a convertible, he had a convertible hairdo, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that shit is wild, be like, yo, you ain't wild, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, that shit's wild, man. <laughs> he 
that's what it is. It's that NY heart. He didn't even give a fuck. He was like, niggas nah. go anywhere. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a fuck out here. Like, <laughs> they will kind of shit. They don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> what would have been crazy is if he came up to you with no ponytail, pulled that shit out of his back pocket, put that shit on. It would have been a wild thing. <laughs> He'll walk away like it's nothing if he didn't walk up to you with no ponytail. That shit would have been crazy. <laughs> 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 Nigga have an instant... Instead of here, like, fuck Yeah, man, you can't be out here living like that, man. That would have been crazy. Yo, listen. Wild, listen, man. I think I would have been laughing even harder in his face he did some shit like that, man. <laughs> and you sit there and try to get it right while he's talking to you? Like, nah, mm-hmm. man. Nah, we, we can't live life like that, man. God said he made us in his image, man, and that ain't it. Um, <laughs> all right, man, listen. Um... Let's talk about your website, man. Let everybody know the name of your website, man, and where to find it. Oh, I got um, www.middlefingernation.com, www.middlefingerradio.com, um, King617 on Twitter, um, hashtag Middlefinger, everything. You just Google Middlefinger and I pop up all over. So, um, yeah, whatever you want to know, just ask. I'll just start rambling, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. But you, you, let's start with the spelling. You don't spell it regular. Middle fingers is spelled regular um, for yourself. I, um, I first, when I first came up with it, it was a process. It was a process because what happened was like, um, it was one of those no bold, like no BS. This ain't no like fantasy shit, but you know how they be like, um, you had a vision Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I had a vision of a movement, but it was like I didn't really put my finger on it yet. And I was like, yo, what's one thing that everybody does, whether they know that they um that they do it consciously or subconsciously, or they even did it, could have did it when they was babies. Like, yo, everyone puts their middle finger up. True. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's at some point in your life, you put your middle finger up. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, um what can it stand for? And I was like, you know what? Because um, at that time I was doing music and people was telling me, yeah, you, you're whack. You're doing this, you're doing that. It wasn't because I, well, I wasn't whack, but it's just like people from my hood didn't want me to blow up. Time so the fuck like, out. Time out. Time out. Gotta stop you right oh, there. <laughs> so if everybody's telling you, you whack. Mm-hmm. And then you sit here on this phone right now nah, telling nah, me nah, you not nah, whack. No, 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 no. Not everybody. I'm not. It was people that it will evolve into what it goes into in a second. You know what I'm saying? Not oh, everybody, okay. just certain people. You know what I mean? All right, so let me ask you, what will be the percentage? Uh, um, <laughs> what? The people what? The people in the hood? The percentage of people who heard your music compared to the percentage of people who said that shit whack. Oh, nah. The, um, let me see. The people that said it was whack was what, what 1%? You know, I got 10 million plays on MySpace. Okay. Um... We had the hood on fire. The thing was this. The thing was this was um the person that said it was whack that just got put on in the industry. So what they what a lot of people don't understand, don't know is like around this time period, when you got in the industry, you had to like kind of dead any issues you would have in your hood. Like no one in your hood can come up and throw out any dirt on you because that would kind of kill your credibility with the record label and on the streets to sell Definitely. records and all that extra shit. Definitely. You know what I mean, like a lot of people didn't know that. Go ahead, what'd you say? I said definitely, yeah. You know what I mean? So, at this time period, 
only this person, this uh, like this person and his crew was saying that was whack. That's why when I said people, I meant that, like that, mm-hmm. not people that was following us and fucking with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because this is when like um, there was three of us. So this is when MySpace started like, you know how when MySpace was really bumping, like you could put like songs up there, you could do an artist page, all yeah. that shit. Yeah, definitely. So we was we was gaining in that way. So it was like yeah, like when I said um, people only meant. The person in the crew, not not the people, because we was, oh, that shit was, the, the shit is still crazy. That's why I got a, um, a crazy fan base now. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because of just the shit that we was going through. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to start rambling, so you guys just ask me. No, nah, yeah, that's, you, you, you can, you can go into that whole situation if you feel like it. Like, what was the falling out between you and them people that they started feeling that way? Or, or I felt the need to say shit like that? Um... Just hate, you know what I'm saying? Like the fallout was the shit. Actually, no bullshit. The shit actually opened my eyes. The person I just got signed to, um, to Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what happened was they did. They came back and they did a video in the hood. So um, at the end of the, vi- the video, the video's still up. I don't know if it still has this clip on it, but I think it still does. But at the end of the video, Rick Ross is talking like talking to the camera. And he says middle finger about three times. Now I didn't take it as anything, but people were hitting me back. On some on some shit like yo, he's talking about y'all type shit. I, mean, I didn't really think of what I should have did with it at the time. You know what I mean? But what it basically did was it brought more light on the situation. It also let me see that because this person was signed to Rick Ross, it showed me that the people I was doing music with was kind of like, well, we're not gonna do what they're doing. So they kind of like gave up on what we was trying to do and just went and tried to do their own thing. Because mm-hmm. of this whole situation, you know what I'm saying. So I just kept the whole core of it because at the end of the day, when I um I came up with the whole thing, I just kept it and kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The spelling though. Tell me about the spelling because it's not spelled regular middle finger. I um I'm originally from Boston, so that that contributes to the spelling too. But first, the first part was it originally was spelled the regular way. Okay. I put the I put the search in Google. And it came up, multiple different people already had it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, fuck it. But I, I had to sit and think like, yo, all right, all right, well, how am I going to do this? And then um, I was like, I got I to gotta spin it. Some type of way, I got to spin it. I got to spin it. So it was like, I sat there and I was like, yo, um, I, it's a play. The way it's spelled is also a play off of how people say, that how people from Boston talk. We end everything with an A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's spelled how someone from Boston would say it. At the same time, me being from Boston, the M on the end and the A on the end is the um the abbreviation for Massachusetts. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it has like a, you know what I mean? But the way it's spelled like that, to basically be the only thing spelled like that on the net and to be, um to symbolize where I'm from and like it's like a play on how it's said and everything. All right. So for the people listening, we're going to put a link to the website or under whatever platform you're listening to this to. In the in the episode description, you'll find a a link to the website. But uh, King, for everybody listening, spell it out for them real quick. Oh, it's on www.midufingnation.com. You can just look up on um, look up that way, or go to hashtag middle finger on anything. You'll find it. It's 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 you know what I'm saying. It's it's out there. What well, what sort of content is on this this website though? Is it just your, is, do you have music on there? I know you have the radio show. 
Is your music on there for people to hear or no? No, I got a few songs. I got a few old songs on YouTube, but I haven't really um made public music in a minute just because I've been so focused on um building this fan base. Okay. And just um see what a lot of people don't know is like I have Forever Loyalty Management is the um, management company. So what I basically did was I created it so that way I could um like sign myself so that way I don't gotta worry about doing a major and stuff because I know how to do everything else on my own. Like mm-hmm. I can I can know how to push my music if I wanted to push it to the mat. I know how to do all that. So what I'm doing is like I took a little bit of time to just try to like um to group the fan base to to, to see how this goes to to build it a little bit more and try to get it a little bit a little bit more solid than than just people going to the site. Like I want people to um start being more into into what Middle Finger is as a whole as the um the um the movement for underdogs the movement for people that are told they can't do nothing and they want to do it and they're the saying fuck you to the movement you know what i'm saying to whatever's told to whatever's telling them the whole telling them they can't do it it's basically a fuck you yes i can do it you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i want people to to to, to know what it's more like that rather than just saying fuck you you know what i mean yeah and you want people to embrace that sort of attitude to a degree yeah, because, like, yo, at the end of the day, I'm for everybody winning. Like, if, if people really know me, I'm for everybody winning. Like, I don't care if i never seen you a day in my life. If you got an idea and I can help you, I'm, I'm going to help you try to win. Because why would I sit here and hold on to a ton of knowledge and not get not help someone else that, that could use the knowledge if I'm never going to use it? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why can I sit here and have a connect? Like, I can have a connect for something that somebody wants to do and that person is just my friend chilling and I can just be like, yo, this person right here got this and put them, like, it's not, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm for the people, bro. Like, I want, I want to see everybody win. I don't want to see no one be hungry. I want to see none of my, none of my people in jail. None of that stuff. I'm all for the cause. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You, you just brought up cultivating a fan base. Uh, what are the two or three things you feel is key in doing that? Um, interaction. I'm learning now, like, um, you got to really interact a lot with your fans. Like, they want to see videos of you all day. They want to see what you're doing, what you're eating, what you're wearing. Like, you paying your bills, you taking a shit. They want to see everything. So mm-hmm. it's like, you got to really, really be ready for that. And I'm from, the, I'm from the hood. I'm from the street. So it's like, I'm from the everywhere. You don't do none of that shit on camera. Yeah. You don't show niggas yeah. what you got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like I'm not even. So I'm. I'm like right now. I'm probably gonna try and get some couple young heads that are into that shit to be doing that shit. Because I'm not even. I don't even like showing nothing I got, man. Because I'm. I'm the type. I'm, I'm I, like I come from the mentality. If you show something that somebody wants, when they're hungry, they're gonna try and come get it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I ain't trying to show nothing I got. Like, yeah. I'm good. Listen, anybody who's been we're we're now um 53 this I believe this will be the 53rd episode um deep. We just over just made a year actually of doing it and the first few months I had nothing on YouTube. And you know, I was always people were always telling me, "Hey, you got to do this, you got to do that." And I was like, "Yo, you know what? That ain't for me." Like I'm not I'm from that same era where like don't even pull a camera around me recording shit like you know we back away we we, we come from an era of, you have to back away from that type of shit I want to know right now why you got that camera out type shit you know what I mean For real. And, or even snatch your cameras off niggas like 
even in the era I grew up with, dudes couldn't just come around the neighborhood shooting videos. Like you niggas right. would run down on you real quick. So I had to get I had to make that adjustment in me to start to do that. Start to get on the camera. Start to post a picture of myself, stuff like that. But I wasn't with it. You know what I mean? But it's like you said, people want to have that interaction with you. They want to know who they talking to. And even them sometimes sitting there watching a video of you just talking, blogging, whatever it is. Sometimes they start feeling uh, a little more of a connection. Like they're your peoples. Right. Yeah, like I hate doing I hate doing the videos. People are like, you need to blog more. I'm like, yo, I don't like doing it. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like sitting there talking to a camera for like an hour. Like, yeah. I don't like doing that. So, like, but I understand what it is. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, yo, in that hour I could be getting bread. Like I could be getting money in that hour. Oh. Like I'm just sitting there. Like it's residual money at the end of the day. But it's like, you know what I mean? But I understand like it's all for the movement. But it's like I don't really want to be in front of the camera. I'd rather put somebody else in front of the camera that wants to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. That wants that shot. And that wants to be seen every. Every few week, like um, every few days, we drop a blog. They want to be seen out of time. They want to push that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's what I want. Yeah, man. So tell me about the Middle Finger Radio. Uh, Middle Finger Radio was started because before my father passed, he was on. Condoms. He has his own man. radio station. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. He has his own radio station. So what I did was I just um, I wanted to um, he didn't have a calling radio. But he had a, he had his own radio station. So um, what I wanted to do was I wanted to incorporate the same type of situation he had, and um, just um, go with a um, anything goes type of radio station. We talk. Um, the radio station is really is really like the newest thing that Middle Finger is doing besides the um the new apparel line that's about to jump off. But um, the radio station started I think October, and so um. October, September, one of those two, but it's basically just a, um, anything goes radio station. We talk about everything from A to Z. A majority of the shows recently have been battle rap because of the events that have been going on, but um, we have a lot of other good shows too. Like we had a show about Donald Trump that was pretty, pretty good. We had um, <clears throat> a couple other talk shows, but I just like it because I get to bring people from all over the world into one section for two hours to talk about to get like let them get whatever they want to get off their chest and be able to do it with no boundaries like i don't care if you're biased i don't care if you're not biased i don't care if you, you know what i'm saying like it doesn't matter we're just gonna we're gonna talk see how see how everything goes and keep it moving but one thing i do do is i try to keep everybody in a positive light i try to keep any every guest in a positive light i don't want to try to take away from nobody's bread I want to try and um, stop anyone from eating, so it's never going to be like any type of negative stuff, unless it's a, say like it's a negative issue going on outside, and we ask questions about it. That's the only time it will be like any type of negative. But I will try to stay away from negativity as much as possible because I'm trying to help everybody get bread, not stop them from getting it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was I had the opportunity to go on your your radio show. I want to thank you again for having me on there. Appreciate. Um, it. Thank you for having me on yours. Yeah, man. Um. When when we were actually doing that, I thought that it was definitely cool how you definitely had people from different areas being able to state their opinion. Um, so far, is there? I know you just mentioned the, the Trump episode, but is there another episode that you put out where you feel 
you know, maybe a, a new listener might have to listen to that episode because it was like it stood out that much. The bullpen versus Queen of the Ring. I was the, we was the first um, radio show to have Debo versus John John versus Slick Will on the show. Not ver not them two versus them each other, but it was it was bullpen versus Queen of the Ring on there. We had Debo and Slick Will from bullpen and John John Carlton towards the end. That was like one of the best shows we had. Mm. Actually, it might have been like that's the best show guest wise and then we have um we have a few of the best the good shows when it's just like regular people talking but that's the that's probably the best show like it's um it's all broken down on youtube um <clears throat> with the full things on blogtalk.com slash middle finger yeah it was, a, it was a pretty good show man yeah so on what days is your show on is there a set date at a set time when you're live Nah, I've learned, like, um, I have a set, like, scheduled, like, Sunday through Thursday is usually when I'm when I'm going to just do a show, like, a random show, but I've learned that doing this, you really can't set a schedule because, yeah, depending on what type of guests you have, their schedule is not really set, you know what I mean? So it's more like, you got to keep whatever you can, whatever you use to interview people, you just got to keep it on you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just be able to go at any moment. Definitely. Uh, definitely. And anybody there listening who's interested or beginning to do the same, that's a great piece of advice because you never know. Like, there's times I'm somewhere. Uh, lately, I've been walking around with my recorder, and sometimes somebody right there start talking to you or somebody. I've had one person tell me, hey, man, you know, I listen to the show. Like, oh, you know, you should talk about this or you should talk about that. And I was like, well, maybe sometime we'll have you on so we can talk about it. And I'm like, damn. You know, had I had it on that very moment, I could have just stopped what I was doing right there on the spot, did it 15, 20 minutes, and, you know, uh, it would have made that person's day. On top of that, you develop the content. You know, you start right. collecting the content. Yeah, because I was, um, what taught me to do that was actually when I first interviewed Chilla Jones. Okay. He couldn't do the Sunday through Thursday, because that's when my schedule was, Sunday through Thursday, and so we, um... He asked me if I could do it like early afternoon Friday, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I can't even have a schedule because I can't miss out on certain interviews. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. And even even more so, I don't, you know, I don't really know how that blog talk stuff works. But if you're able to have that same material and later on be able to place it on YouTube or place it on your site where people can always revert back to it, that's always a yeah. great thing too. Because then it's it's on 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 their time. Because even your listeners. You don't always get the same listeners at the same time that they did last time. You know, right. uh, I have people who sometimes binge listen to the episode. So they might miss an episode. I put one out a week. Lately, I've been putting two out a week. But I've had people tell me how they, they didn't get a chance. Like you said, they were busy. Schedule didn't allow it. They ain't hear the show for like three weeks. But then sat there on a Saturday and just listened mm -hmm. to a bunch of them. Sat there on a Sunday and just listened to a bunch of them. What, what other on the actual website or what other what other sort of content do you have up there? Um well on the well the content that's posted is we got um news stories. We we try to get on as much news as possible, as much info to the people, um all types of stuff from everywhere. So people can see that like see reality news like as much as possible. I try to stay as much from as far away from fake news as possible. Mm -hmm. But it's hard because you never know what website is posting fake news. 
And it's like you don't you don't you don't know until you get um somebody lets you know or you get like flagged or something with it or something like that. But um besides besides the news, we post music videos, we post um, music mixtapes, a lot of battle rap content. Um, I try to update the um the side of the website as possible. We have artists of the month, um top ten, Boston feature. Um, Battle of the Month. It is a section like where people have paid to have their stuff on the side of the section. Um, Prestige Entertainment, Bucolini. Um, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't have the website right in front of me. And I usually, when I look at the website, it's a whole different setup than what's right in front of me. So I'm trying to just remember by um, offhand. But yeah, um, it's just a lot of, um, a lot, try to shed a lot of light on stuff that people wouldn't normally see on other websites so I try to grab as much content that I don't that I don't see if I don't see it out there in the boat I, then I know that not everyone's seen it yet so I can just grab it but right now I, um, you know who Yes you, Yes Jules is or whatever her name is I, I've, I've been seeing people post something about a sex tape or some shit I don't even know who she is so I don't know Duh, that shit is that shit's going crazy on the website right now mm. so right, right now uh, that's like the top uh, story uh, uh, uh. I might, I might have to on the low go check that out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, check it out before they tell me to take that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> but I get a cease and desist letter at least once a month, bro. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> shit right to the arm, um, right to the arm. Um, well, you know, you you platform. you getting that is then as people know somebody's paying attention though. Yeah, I used to get on. Um, I still do. Like I um used to do a lot of A and R work. Like when I went to um I used to live in Atlanta, you lived in Atlanta for four years. I used to do um heavy music and marketing and promotions and stuff. I was nominated for a few online um promotion awards down there. I worked with um Slick Puller, Jeezy and them. Okay. Was pushing um a lot of content. Yeah, I was I'm trying to think what I was gonna do. But it got me got me a lot of connects in the industry and one of my good connects is like Def Gen. So they send me, um, I just gave it away, my fault. They, um, <laughs> they, they send me, um, I get a lot of music way before it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, a lot of it's meant because I sometimes put out mixtapes every now and then. Okay. So a lot of it's meant for me to put on the mixtape. So it's like, me being a, being a hothead, I would post whole albums on my website and then I get to see some desist and they're like, yep, you gotta take that down. Yep, you got 30 mm-hmm. days. Yep, you got 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's crazy though. Yeah. But but yeah. Uh, More of the story, people. Don't be putting shit up there. Without <laughs> 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 permission, man. Because they're going to come out at you. But yeah, I'm for the people, man. I try to help people save money, B. Yeah. <laughs> All right, homie. In, in, in closing, man, let's, um, I, I know you mentioned something about some clothing. But tell me, what's next as a whole for Middle Finger? What's next? What do you got lined up? Film, movies, visuals. I'm going to actually start trying to meet everybody, especially you. You know what I'm saying? Face to face, get on cam, start showing people like you can interact with people still. You don't have to just be adding everybody all the time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can, you know what I'm saying? Get in front of each other and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do a lot of, just trying to unify a lot of people, man, trying to help people push forward trying to expose people to this fan base trying to um see my thing is this like my thing is like yo i got fans it's like yo like i'm willing to help everybody build their shit to how i built mine you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm not like 
um, opposed to helping people. Like, that's one of my things, like, I'm trying to push. Like, the biggest thing that we do is we stop, we stop trying to help each other because we fear someone getting more ahead than we are. You should yeah. want somebody to get more ahead than you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should want somebody to do better than you are with the knowledge that you're giving them. That's, that's the goal. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's just when people do that and they act like you don't, you don't, you didn't help them. That's that's a whole different story. But at the same time, it's like yo, you gotta take these opportunities while you can because life is too short, man. You gotta work with everybody anywhere that you can. Just don't, you know what I mean? Like it's it's it's, it's we'll, we'll talk about it off air, but it's like mm -hmm. it's a long, long thing with this industry too, man. It's it's, it's all the bullshit that goes on. So I just want everybody to be positive. I want to see us all doing a hundred percent better next year like i don't want to say i don't want i don't want you to be doing this i want you to be doing it on like you have your own like podcast station mm. you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. the goals i want everybody to do you know what i'm saying so we all do better for us and our children you know what i mean yeah definitely man. definitely but let the people know one more time your, your social media handle um you can just hit me on twitter king 617 also, the hashtag M I D U F I N G A middle finger is it's said like middle finger, it's just spelled different. Um, middlefingernation.com. If you can't, if you get try to get at me, you can't get at me, hit up Jay Legend and he, he can get in touch with me. Yeah, like definitely. That's all it is. definitely. Appreciate man. being on here too, man. This is like this is real major. Yeah, yeah, man, what the thank you for being on. Thank King 617. To everybody listening, you already know what I always say. The three things you got to do for the Wolfpack. Wolfpack being the family and your media circle. is provide, protect, and educate. Without that, it's going to be harder for us to push forward. Just like King 617 said, if the goal is to push forward, man, you know, we definitely got to help each other. And those are the three principles you got to live by to make that happen. So thank you for rocking with us. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform. It's free. It's not going to cost you anything to do so. Uh, in the description box, you will see a link for the website, and uh, you can check out Middle Finger and everything that they got going on, all right? So, to everybody, salute. We'll see you next week.